0: Our geo-quiz today takes us back in time to the Cold War. We're focusing on one particular year, a very tense one for U.S.-Soviet relations. A Korean Airlines commercial flight was shot down by a Soviet interceptor en route to Seoul from New York City. And President Reagan announced his new missile defense program, or as some people called it, Star Wars. This was also the year when a military officer named Stanislav Petrov made the biggest decision of his life, and maybe yours. He was on duty at the Soviet Nuclear Command Center when he saw what appeared to be five American nuclear warheads flash on the screen before him. According to his system, the missiles were headed for the Soviet Union. He should have alerted his superiors, but instead Petrov did nothing. Thankfully so, because it turned out to be a false alarm. This past weekend, Petrov was given a prize for his decision to do nothing. The question for you is what year was it? We're going right to the answer which is 1983. Nikolai Sokov remembers that year well. He's a senior fellow at the Vienna Center for Disarmament and Nonproliferation.
1: The atmosphere was extremely tense. The United States was supposed to begin deployment of intermediate range missiles in Europe, which were regarded as extremely dangerous by the Soviet Union. The flight time from West Germany to Moscow was about 10 minutes. A conflict, perhaps a nuclear war, was expected. And I'd say that 1983 was probably the worst year of the period that came to be known as the Second Cold War.
0: And how frequently did these sorts of things happen? I mean, this wasn't the first false alarm.
1: The false alarms during the Cold War were quite a standard thing. Uh, for example, back in the 50s, I believe, American early warning systems, like in Turkey, reported an attack of Soviet bombers. Hmm. Yes, and later they figured out it was wild geese that were flying south for the winter. Hmm. Well, When you think about the tension during that period, you try to put yourself in patrols shoes, and try to imagine how you would react uh, to such a warning. The easiest uh, thing to do uh, was, of course, to follow the procedure. I'm quite certain that Petrov fully understood that he was violating the procedure. He knew in advance that he might actually suffer uh, the consequences of such a decision. Yes, and You must also understand uh, that the decision... It really had to be made in a matter of seconds.
0: And what happened to Stanislav Petrov after this incident?
1: Uh, Well, it's a mixed bag. At first, he was praised uh, by his immediate command, but then an even higher command called into question uh, the fact that the procedure was violated. So he was transferred to a less responsible post, moved to the side, and he retired in the 90s.
0: I don't know if it's still called the Nuclear Command Center. If it is, I mean, is there still somebody waiting to press the red button?
1: Uh, that's an interesting, actual part, because just a few years later, such a situation would have been simply impossible. Because after the United States deployed this system with short flight time, the Soviet Union switched to a whole different system, in fact, that alerted the entire chain of command to the very top automatically.
0: So we are speaking about former Soviet Lieutenant Colonel Stanislav Petrov, who received the Dresden International Peace Prize yesterday for not alerting his superiors back in 1983 that there were uh, supposedly five U.S. nuclear warheads um, heading towards the Soviet Union. I'm wondering, do you believe that he deserved this award?
1: It depends on how you assess the situation. As an officer, maybe not. But as a human being, yes.
0: Nikolai Sokov is a senior fellow at the Vienna Center for Disarmament and Non-Proliferation. We reached him in Vienna. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.